Today's second reading, Paul's letter to the Corinthians, will challenge you and I more than any other biblical reading. That's because Paul is telling us what God is. And God is love. So here's the challenging part. We are made in the image and likeness of this God. So if we want to be true to our human nature, we must love as God loves. So listen to Paul's words. If I comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge, but do not have love, I am nothing. Now think how preoccupied our culture is with information. And that's a good thing. If I had all the knowledge of the sciences, that would be wonderful. But if I have not love, I'm nothing. In other words, all of that knowledge will turn to dust at death. It will amount to nothing if it's not informed by love. Here's a shocking statement from St. Paul. If I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Now that's interesting, right? What does God desire of us? That we put all of our faith in him. But if we are a people of faith, but have not love, we're nothing. We're nothing. Love is what God is. If we have faith, then we must put that love into practice. That faith has to be manifested when we actually love others. Listen again to Paul. Love is patient. Love is kind. You see why? Love wants the good of the other person. Therefore, it doesn't say, I tried, that's it, I've given up. That's the voice of egotism and self-regard. Haven't I done enough for you? No, 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 no. Love is willing to suffer for the sake of the other person. Love is not jealous. Why? Jealousy is always born from egotism. Someone is outshining me, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring that person down. I have to undermine them. On the other hand, what does love want? The good of the other person. It rejoices in the success of someone else. Love is not pompous. It's not inflated. You see why? Pomposity or inflation is just the ego's way of drawing attention to oneself. We puff ourselves up so people will notice us and take us seriously. Love has no interest in puffing ourselves up. It's the, puffing ourselves up is the very opposite of love. It doesn't seek its own interest. Love is not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. Do you see why? You lose your temper because you're preoccupied with yourself. Someone has offended me. Someone's not doing it my way. So guess what? I'm going to lose my equilibrium 
and I'm going to blow up on you. Then we have this. Love does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Paul is going deep into our own psychology. How often do we rejoice in another person's wrongdoing? Do we take joy in the misfortune of someone else? You know when it comes down to it, everyone, and I'm speaking for myself, we actually do. You know why? How many times do we gossip about others when something's going wrong with them? Or read about a celebrity's divorce or their addiction? That's why they have the magazines at the checkout counter at the grocery store. So you can read about all that stuff, right? Love has no interest in that. It rejoices with the truth. That is, we rejoice when someone is living the good life, right? So Paul ends his hymn to love this way. Love never fails. Do you see why? It's because that's what God is. God is eternal. He's absolute. That's why love never fails. To, to sum it all up, love is the heart of everything. Nothing matters without love. I mean nothing. God is love. So putting love at the center of your life is the best way to organize your life and to prioritize your life. Love never fails.